listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. French physician, astrologer, and seer Michel de Nostradam is best known for the prophecies he left behind. Nostradamus lived in the 1500s, a time of plagues and disease when the occult and astrology were part of everyday life. For years, he worked as a plague doctor and earned a bit of celebrity status for providing herbal remedies that seemed to, at least, help some of the infected. After the death of his wife and children, however, Nostradamus abandoned medicine and his focus switched to the occult. He eventually started writing down his famous prophecies, publishing them in book form in 1555. By 1558, Nostradamus had published an expanded version of his book of prophecies, which now covered more than 2,000 years into the future. Because Nostradamus' prophecies were often vague and enigmatic, they can easily be interpreted to fit different events throughout history. The cryptic writing means it's easy to speculate and read what you want to read in them. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay, so life has been totally crazy lately. Nuts. Nuts. I don't even know why. It's just like, I already said this in another episode, but it's like summer just, it's like summer puts a rocket behind every normal thing, I feel like. Because the days are longer, everybody wants to go out and and do do things. Yeah. There's like barbecues and whatever. There's always something happening. Yes. Concerts. So we've had a lot going on. And then you guys know that we have animals everywhere all the time and not just our own animals but animals around our homestead like predators and stuff and so just the other morning yeah you had a little run-in yes just the other morning i was holding ripley the cat at like 5 a.m and we were just looking out the screen door Mm -hmm. and this fox comes out of nowhere and came up onto our deck and was about i don't know four feet from me he didn't see me and I was behind the glass sliding door, but it is probably the closest I will ever be to a wild fox. And it was so cool. He just hung out. That's so wild. What was he, what, did he look like he was like hunting or something? Yeah, he definitely, it was hunting time. It was like 5 a.m. He, he was like, He focused. came out of the woods. Uh-huh. And so he was, you know, ready to, I don't know, he get something. But he was definitely on the hunt, sniffing around. That was really cool. And then the next morning, or a few mornings after that. Yeah. I witnessed a giant hawk on our chicken run. So he was going after our chickens, our ladies. Oh my gosh. And they were back hiding in the corner. And hawks are huge predators of chickens. Like a lot of, we're yes. part of, yeah, we're part of a lot of chicken groups. And people were like, I don't know where my chicken went. 
it just like is gone and people are all the time like a hawk came and grabbed it so crazy it seems like it's such a common thing such a common thing so i look out there and he's sitting on the edge of our chicken run and fortunately our chickens are covered but he was trying to figure out how to get in and when i came out i mean he probably had a wingspan of like four or five feet wow i mean probably the biggest hawk one of the biggest hawks i've ever seen well we've had we've had a huge one roaming around here remember the other Mm -hmm. night we saw it in the tree yeah behind the house yeah so maybe it was him i mean he was big though he might have been bigger than that really he was like the biggest hawk so anyway everybody's on the hunt oh yeah and this is at like 5 a.m kind of thing i Mm -hmm. mean talk about long summer days like everybody's out all the animals are out so um no chicken eggs yet none yet but i I have a feeling, I see. I feel like I say this every week, I have a feeling they're coming soon. Yeah. Well, they've been giving us signs. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So all things pointing towards egg production soon. Yes. Everybody will know in the world when these <laughs> chickens lay an egg. Totally. My mom asked the other day, like, oh, any eggs? And I was like, mom, everybody will know. <laughs> everybody in the world will know. We're waiting for these eggs. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. No, so we'll keep you posted. And if, if you're new to Chillin' with Cold Glass... Uh, my name's Caitlin. I make all the art on Colt.Class on Instagram. And this is my husband, Nick. And he is so wonderful and sweet and supportive and hopped on this podcast to talk about paranormal stuff with me. And we just have a great time together. And we talk about this stuff that happens on our homestead in the beginning of the episode just to catch you guys up. We're having fun. Totally. We have a huge episode for you guys this week but i just want to interject really quick that we watched two movies last weekend one of which was fall i think it came out in 2002 or 2003 2022 2000 right right i'm 20 years (laughs) no you're fine (laughs) nick knows i've been working all morning chugging coffee yeah so 2022 yeah and Honestly, it might be one of my favorite movies. That movie was so... I didn't have any expectations at all. If any, they were very low. And it was awesome. It was awesome. It's kind of a horror, but in like a real-life sense. There's no ghosts or anything like that. No, yeah. So... And then like at the end, it's like, whoa, what? It's like... That's a great one. Whoa, what? So you guys, <laughs> you guys have to, if you're, it's, it's. I mean, it's an intense movie, so you got to be ready for that. Yeah. But we love that movie, and we also watched The Pope's Exorcist, because I've been wanting to watch that, because a few of you messaged me before it came out, and you were like, this would be a great movie club pick and stuff. And um, I don't know how you guys felt about that movie, but that one wasn't my favorite. It wasn't the bad. I, I felt like it had a lot of holes. That was it. We were like, why is this happening right now? Yeah. Like. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, the kid is super possessed. That's not a spoiler. He's just, like, is the devil. I don't know. He's, like, the worst, possessed by, like, the worst demon ever. It was, he was possessed by the king of hell. It was, I can't remember the name, but that was, like, his title. That was a demon. And so it's the kid, he has a sister, and his mom. And, like, half the movie, after, like, while this kid is possessed, his mom and his sister are, like, sleeping. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, okay, well, um, exorcist, while you figure that stuff out, we're gonna go to bed. I mean, like, so, there's so many scenes where you see them sleeping. Yeah. In other rooms. Yeah, and they just get, like, woken up by, what you know, whatever happens. You know, him screaming like a demon. Totally, yeah. yeah. And this is, this is fun. This is, like, kind of like an abbreviated movie club review for that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. It was a, it, it was like... 
very frustrating in that regard because it's I it's like every time in these horror movies when something like so obvious happens like that like why are they sleeping on other ends of this giant mansion alone when oh this gosh. crazy situation is unraveling between them what like, what are you doing what are you doing like you would even expect the mom and the sister to be like sleeping in the same room or like I don't know I wouldn't be able to sleep. I mean, I don't know. If you have a kid that's possessed. Oh my, I'm leaving town. the king of hell. What the heck? I'm I'm driving as far as I can go. I know. It just didn't, there were holes. But, you know, it was a good, like, spooky Yeah, and Gerard Butler speaking. Gerard Butler. Yeah. He would be great in that movie. No, it's uh, Russell Crowe. Oh oh my gosh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I get those two confused all the time. Um, uh, Russell Crowe speaking Italian was just hilarious to me yes he was very, he was just like so i don't know such a vibe such a vibe yeah <laughs> such a vibe. so those are our two movies that we watched over the weekend but let's jump into this huge special episode when the night falls when the shadows become deep and black the silent pall of evil settles on the earth who dares to search Who dares to see what walks in the night? If you dare, welcome to Sundown 96.6 FM. Sundown966.com for more details and merch. Your UFOs in the news this week comes from thedebrief.org. A newly released government report details the latest findings in the Defense Department's ongoing investigations into aerial phenomenon within military airspace and other incidents involving objects the DoD now calls unidentified anomalous phenomenon, quote-unquote. According to the new assessment, 247 new reports as well as the 119 that were either since discovered or reported after the preliminary assessments time period have been accumulated since the publication of the last report on the issue by the ODNI in June 2021 spanning a 17-year period. This totals 510 reports as of August 30th, 2022, the report's authors state. Additional information is provided in the classified version of this report. Most of the new reporting, quote, originates from U.S. Navy and U.S. Air Force aviators and operators who witnessed these events during the course of their operational duties, the report adds. Now, please stand by for your 
Paranormal News of the Week. Paranormal news this week comes from Yahoo News. The U.S. state of Connecticut has exonerated 12 people convicted of witchcraft in colonial America almost 400 years ago, following a campaign to clear their names. Eleven of the accused witches were hanged after trials in the northeastern state of Connecticut in the mid-1600s, with one receiving a reprieve. Lawmakers in the New England state passed a resolution on Thursday, May 25th, 2023, proclaiming their innocence in condemning the deaths of the nine women and two men as a miscarriage of justice. It's time for the listener story. <laughs> Special listener story submission this week from our listener Dominic. This story is pretty crazy, and it's interesting because I've seen a lot of sphere-shaped UFOs recently in shows that I watch. Here's Dominic with his story. Hi, my name is Dominic. Um, I'm a musician from the UK, and I want to tell you about my UFO experience in 2015. Um, I was flying from Austria um, with a, a work colleague um, and we got to the mountains of Switzerland we were flying over Switzerland and um, I noticed a object following the plane um, probably a a few thousand yards away from the plane a little lower than the plane Uh, but it was just so fascinating that I had to I just got so fascinated with it because it was just out of the ordinary. It was this huge chrome ball and it wasn't, I could tell, it was this huge chrome ball. I could tell being uh, in the engineering industry that it was that type of hard material. The sun was shining on it so it was glaring and it was just moving at one speed. I mean, the plane was going at, I don't know, six, seven hundred miles an hour. So this thing was following. It was probably the size of two large vans, four cars maybe, Uh, but it was moving in a perfect line. There was no wobble, there was nothing. It was just cruising. Um, It was day. Uh, I could see the mountains below us with snow on it. Um, It wasn't a balloon, it wasn't any, nothing could move that speed without any proportion viewing any proportion smoke or anything it was just incredible so I filmed it on my phone the plane was quiet if anybody else saw it they kept that to themselves Um, I kept it to myself I filmed it I got home I showed my wife I showed my friends they were so taken back and shocked by what it was nobody could explain Um, You could zoom in with the video and you could literally see it was like one massive ball bearing just following the plane Um, and after about, it lasted for about three three minutes or so and then just gone, just gone. And then there's no doubt that the pilots knew about it because it would have been on radar. So um, the crazy thing about this is 
well if that's not crazy enough the crazy thing about this is that I went into my phone say a week later if not earlier and to view the video and the video was gone from my phone completely wiped no, um, no backup I mean I still have videos backed up from 10-15 years ago on my phone and that video is gone with add trace um, it was literally taken from my phone and this sounds so ridiculous but it sounds very ridiculous but if you think about it whoever knew that that was following our plane probably thought well those passengers are going to film that so get the passenger list this is my theory get the passenger list go in their devices remove any evidence of that because the evidence was so fucking amazing probably the best footage I've seen since that I fell down a rabbit hole and became massively into this subject because it changed everything for me views on life because that thing wasn't normal welcome to the movie club Future were in your hands. Taurus is screaming. The house is burning. Would you change it? It's not too late. Touch this man's hand, and you are in the grip of the dead zone. I've had another episode. Only the imagination of author Stephen King could take you there. Johnny, wait. With a power that alters the future lives of those you love. You kill your own son. I want you out of here. I'm scared, Dad. Or of those you fear. I have had a vision that I am going to be president of the United States someday and nobody. I mean nobody. Gonna stop me. Is it a power for good or for evil? If God has seen fit to bless you with this gift, you should use it. Bless me? You're a devil. Son of a man. Who are you? Who sent you? I'm scared, sir. We're gonna get married, Johnny. Don't leave me, please. Don't you see how clear it all is? Not only can you see the future, I can change it. I was there, I saw it. Put your hand on the scanning screen and you'll go down in history with me. I saw his face. I stood there. I did nothing. Johnny! Stephen King, The Dead Zone. Okay, last week's movie club pick was The Dead Zone from 1983. And I have to say, I'm just a huge Stephen King fan. And so his mind just blows my mind. <laughs> it's just so impressive. And this movie is really a testament to that, I think. Oh, absolutely. It was it was gripping the whole time. 
gripping the whole time. It really was. And Christopher Walken, like, first Christopher Walken Young is, like, so fun to see. And then, um, you know, just the whole cast. Yes, and absolutely. In those movies, are, there's way less, we talked about this when we were watching mm-hmm. it, way less, like, noise, like, sounds in the background absolutely. and stuff. It's just, like, music or anything. It's mm-hmm. just pure suspense and acting, acting. and silence. Yeah. Yep. Martin Sheen, when he was really young. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Martin Sheen. Um, it, it was just a great movie. What did you think? I thought it was um, it was awesome. And whenever... I, I, okay, so he went into the coma for five years and came out and then developed, like, clairvoyancy. Yeah. Um, so cool. So cool. But so much, like, power, right? Mm-hmm. So... One thing I have to interject, too, yes. is that... And also, if you haven't seen this movie and you want to watch it, we might say some spoilers, so just skip ahead a couple minutes. But I really liked that the whole town knew that he was clairvoyant. Yeah. clairvoyant. Yes. Like, everybody knew. I feel like a lot of times you watch these movies and they're like, oh, my gosh, I have this... You're I don't so know right. what's going on. Yeah. And, like, you can't tell anybody, oh, my gosh, work is going to think I'm crazy, yeah. you know? But in this movie, they're He's like... working for the police. I know. Like, in this movie, they're like, oh, yeah, I heard that you, uh, you're a psychic now. Come help us catch this serial killer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's kind of neat that yeah. they just accept it. No, absolutely. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and then, you know, and then at the end, he succeeded. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, he prevented, um, in a roundabout way, um, the nuclear war. So, uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And I, I personally, whenever, like, we go to watch a movie... We always like try to determine what we want to watch, and I always like favor older movies like this personally. And you're like, oh, you always want to watch, always want to watch an older movie. But these things are like right up my alley. I think for the reasons that we mentioned before, um, you know, it's not a lot of fluff. No CGI. Exactly. It's just like good quality acting and Mm -hmm. keeps you engaged the whole time. Uh, I was a fan. It was a great movie. It was a great. uh, It's just a great story. Again, Stephen King is just. He doesn't miss. He doesn't. He doesn't miss, and his output for, of stories and creativity in his life is just remarkable. And so, just a really fun, good, solid paranormal movie. With that said, because I am a Stephen King fan, this week's movie club pick is also based on a Stephen King story. It is The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. 2023. It's only available to see in theaters right now. It comes out on June 2nd. So it's actually not even out yet. It's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's out... This weekend. Friday. Yeah, this weekend. And all you have to do is go to the theater, watch the movie, and then listen to next week's episode to hear what we think. And if you have feedback, go to sundown966.com and submit your feedback about Movie Club, and we're happy to share what you guys think about the movie as well. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm excited to go to the theater and just... You know, kick back and enjoy a movie. Heck yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. And you can always follow my art on Instagram at cult.class. Thanks for listening.
Five times, The Simpsons have predicted the future. In Season 6, Episode 19, Lisa visited a fortune teller and was transported 15 years into the future. While in the future reality, she talked to Marge using a video chat feature on her phone, which is now called FaceTime. In Season 9, Episode 3, when Bart was sad, Marge offered to read him a book called Curious George and the Ebola Virus, possibly hinting at the 2014 U.S. Ebola outbreak. In Season 11, Episode 17, when Lisa was the president, she stated that she had to clean up after Donald Trump, meaning they predicted he would be president in the future. In season 22, episode 1, Milhouse correctly predicted that Bengt Olmström would win the 2016 Nobel Prize. In season 5, episode 10, The Simpsons predicted the Siegfried and Roy tiger attack. This week's scary story. This week's scary story focuses on clairvoyance and psychics. After watching The Dead Zone, I wanted to find some true psychic stories that were really scary. I had a difficult time finding any modern true psychic stories, but there are some staples in history and modern history that I wanted to share about telling the future and maybe having that gift of a second sight, like they say, in The Dead Zone. My favorite modern telling the future story is the story of the show The Simpsons. This is a rabbit hole you can go down on YouTube and research on Google and stuff, but the television show The Simpsons seems to predict the future again and again and again. It's not entirely clear how, but they do it all the time. When you see the predictions that they make, you honestly wonder if the writers of the show are psychics. Another famous fortune teller is Nikola Tesla. He envisioned a wireless device that would incorporate videos and telephone technology and work over a network very much like the internet. In 1926, he said, when wireless is perfectly applied, the whole earth will be converted into a huge brain, which in fact it is, all things being particles of a real and rhythmic whole. We shall be able to communicate with one another instantly, irrespective of distance. Not only this, but through television and telephone, we shall see and hear one another as perfectly as though we were face to face, despite intervening distances of thousands of miles. And the instruments through which shall be able to do this will be amazingly simple compared to our present telephone. A man will be able to carry one in his vest pocket. I got that quote from BigThink.com. It wouldn't be an episode about psychics clairvoyance in predicting the future if I didn't mention Nostradamus. Nostradamus is probably one of the most famous fortune tellers in history. While his fortunes are interesting, I find them a bit broad so they can be applied to a lot of things, but I think that's the nature of a lot of psychic readings. Still, someone who interests me that's a little lesser known than Nostradamus and sort of in the same camp is Baba Wagner. This information comes from Economic Times, New York Post, and Wikipedia. Baba Wagner was born on October 3rd, 1911, in the Ottoman Empire. As a child, Wagner was considered intelligent for her age. Her inclinations started to show up when she herself thought out games and loved playing healing. She prescribed some herbs to her friends who pretended to be ill. Wagner led an ordinary life until age 12 
according to her own testimony, that was when a turning point in her life occurred, when a tornado allegedly lifted her into the air and threw her into a nearby field. She was found after a long search. Witnesses described her as very frightened. Her eyes were covered with sand and dust. She was unable to open them because of the pain. There was money only for partial operation to heal the injuries. This resulted in a gradual loss of sight. The Bulgarian mystic became known for predicting some of the most horrible events of recent history, including the 9-11 attacks. She said, American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds, and innocent blood will be gushing. And the Kursk submarine tragedy. In fact, the blind soothsayer also predicted her own death. Now, 26 years after her death, Baba Wagner's predictions for 2023 have emerged, which are terrifying to say the least. Baba Vanga predicts a dark and destroyed future for the next 12 months. The horrific predictions include a change in the Earth's orbit, which may be caused by a nuclear meltdown in the world. Baba Vanga's prediction for 2023 also includes some strange scientific inventions, one of which is the emergence of lab children. Besides that, the blind mystic also made chilling predictions for 2023, including an alien attack and a solar tsunami. According to media reports, the predictions include that parents will be able to decide the skin color and other physical characteristics of the babies created in the labs. If it turns out to be true, the traditional way of childbirth by humans may come to an end altogether. Another scary prediction that Baba Vanga made in 1993 was that the USSR would be revived in the first quarter of the 21st century, which gives us three more years to witness whether it turns out to be true. Her other predictions include that global hunger will be eradicated between 2025 and 2028, China will overtake the US as a superpower, and the universe will end in 5079. I don't know if there are true psychics and mystics in the world. But it is interesting to entertain and examine their predictions because sometimes they come true. I don't know about lab children, children made in labs and stuff like that. Pretty freaky stuff, pretty sci-fi stuff. But Baba Vanga has been right in the past. So I guess we'll just wait and see. In the meantime, go check out The Boogeyman in theaters for this week's movie club pick. Thank you all so much for chilling with us, and we'll see you next Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard.
This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.